think we're here. Yay! It took us a little bit, but I think we're here. <laughs> I'm not here by myself. Hi! <laughs> so, why are we here? What are we... <laughs> we got so discombobulated with what didn't work that did work before that suddenly doesn't right. work when you need it. Yeah, the, the camera on my computer seemed to have a glitch of some sort, so... Um, but we're still here, and it's still going to be really good information. Yes, we're going to answer questions and talk about marketing, and that's kind of the key right now. So many small businesses mm -hmm. are in dire straits. They're having to totally upend what they've done in the past. They're having to recreate what they should be doing now. And I'm going to, I'm going to scooch over because on the phone it looks like I'm almost out. Yeah. And it looks like we're on a delay on the Facebook page itself. But if I scooch... But we're trying to practice some good social distancing here. So. But the truth of the matter is, you and I have seen each other almost every day for the last month. So, right. if we were going to get it or give it to each other, that's very we true. probably would have done that. That would have happened by now. Exactly. So, all right. So this is all right. So we're we're watching in a delay, which is kind of weird. But so, what are you hearing? from chamber members from a marketing perspective because I know virtually every restaurant in Front Royal Warren County has pretty much converted to delivery, to curbside, to takeout. Very few of them have actually closed. I know a few have. Are they struggling to get the word out to make sure that people understand and know that's what they're doing and how are they differentiating themselves? Well, folks are, folks are just trying to be creative. Quite frankly, I'm, um, I'm really impressed with the amount of creativity that has been exhibited by our, our business community, whether it's through learning on the fly how to do online orders or um, figuring out delivery service, which isn't easy. You know, no. you don't necessarily think of those things. Uh, you know, and then some of our gift shops that are, you know, now not only are they allowing folks to order online, but they're also um, maybe putting together gifts for folks, bagging them up, wrapping them, all that good stuff, and then bringing them right out to the curbside. So people are really, people are really using um, this time, this difficult time, um, to exercise the creativity and ingenuity and, you know, just doing what we've got to do to get through this. And I think a couple of key points that you want to think about, regardless of what kind of business you're in, is... All of us as business owners want to give back to our community. We want to be able to give to every high school kid that comes in for a yearbook ad and support all of the little league teams. And we want to be able to do all of this, but we don't always have the budget and the money. Right now, that's going to be even slimmer because we also don't have the normal traffic and people coming through our doors. But it's a great opportunity to still be able to give back with what you have. So if you are a restaurant, maybe you are feeding local law enforcement, maybe you are taking food over to the hospital and leaving it for the nurses at a safe place, maybe you are feeding the community in some way that allows you to get your product out, it allows you to give back, and the upside is that you get a little bit of a marketing bang for it, but you're not doing it for that reason, it's finally giving you permission to be able to be a part of your community and give back. And I'm seeing that all over the place. 
Well, sure. We already, you know, had a really generous community. You know, folks, you know, the vast majority of our small businesses, large businesses, individuals are already heavily involved in a lot of the, the local organizations and nonprofits. But what we're seeing is, you know, those folks who are already involved are involved even more. And those folks who, you know, maybe either, um, you know, their direction wasn't necessarily, um, they weren't necessarily going in that direction. They certainly are now. So, you know, even in these trying times, people are not just thinking about themselves. And that's big. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and I was having a conversation with one of our business owners this morning, um, and he owns, you know, a, a business that, uh, you know, they do a lot of event planning. They host a lot of events, you know, and they're estimating a very, already with just, you know, a few weeks in, a, there's a very large number, um, a monetary number that they've lost so oh, yeah. far. Um, you know, but they're still doing the small things. You know, they're still, you know, trying to help out and they're trying to donate. They're doing deliveries, um, you know, those sorts of things. And the thing to keep in mind is that people remember that. So things are really rough right now. But when things get better and we're all moving again and we're all doing stuff again, when somebody's looking for a product or a service and you've done something um, good like that, people are going to remember that. And so they're going to utilize you um, for that reason. We talked about this a little bit when you came and did the Valley Today with me on Monday. Mm -hmm. And I said on the air that as necessary as it feels right now in this moment to be thinking about today and tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday of next week. You really do have to stop for a second, take a breath, and think about the long road ahead. Mm -hmm. Because if you are closed right now, for example, because you are under governor's orders, maybe, to not be open, you can't disappear. Because if you disappear, you're going to be so much further behind when you try to come back. So you still have to find ways to keep your presence out there. And whether it's donating your products and services, mm -hmm. whether it's doing funny Facebook videos about what's happening since you're not at your store, whether it's sponsoring. I mean, I, I mentioned too on the air that we have a public service announcement campaign that's going. Mm -hmm. Something that keeps your name and your business out in front of these people right now is going to do you a whole lot more good in three weeks or three months from now you're not going to have to start all over again. And I think we all remember how tough it is when you start from scratch. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, you know, and so, you know, some of the things, my plans, you know, over the next, um, over the next few weeks and, you know, however long uh, we're, we're in this situation is I'm going to be reaching out to our members to do, um, you know, some more videos, whether it's Zoom, you know, Zoom videos, those sorts of things that we can record and then post on our Facebook page. Because again, keeping um, your business top of mind and, and, you know, helping folks, um, you know, helping keep folks uh, focused on, the long road, the future, the end of this situation, and the fact that we are going to come out of this. Uh, you know, one of the things that I saw earlier today, I got an email from the Northern Virginia Daily, and very much like you guys do the public service announcements, they're asking for businesses to email them a quick, down and dirty name, website, phone number, hours of operation, and what you're offering. And they're going to be posting that um, in as space allows in the newspapers for the foreseeable future. So you can, um, you know, you can reach out to them for that to the radio station for the public service announcements you know there's a lot of ways but it but that top of mind even if your business is closed right now it's still important that people know that you're in business <laughs> and that you'll be there for them uh, when we get past this 
One of the things that I will stress that you do not want to do, one of the giant marketing don'ts right now, is being doom and gloom. Yes. You know, as, as much as we all want to get on our personal Facebook pages and rant about the current situation that we're in, about our finances, about how we're not able to do the things that we could all do six months ago, you really have to stay away from that, especially from a business perspective. You've got to be able to find the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to provide something that gives people a laugh or a giggle or some ray of hope. Right. And on the Rivers Facebook page, I started yesterday with a community good deed hashtag. So I want to know what people are doing for other people. Are you making masks? Are you delivering books and leaving them at daycare centers that are still open? Are you, what are you doing to kind of brighten the load to everybody else? We want to know about that because that's what's going to keep all of us going through the dark times because, you know, and I know I said just said be positive, we are not through the dark times yet. So you really got to start thinking about what can I do to give somebody else a little bit of sunshine today. If you can incorporate that into your business message, hallelujah, you have struck gold. That is the key to being able to get through this whole thing. Well, I have an idea for that. Okay. So if they have a puppy or a kitten at home, <laughs> show that puppy or that kitty or that dog or that parrot or whatever it is. I, I joked that I'm not joking when I say this, but I was joking earlier with someone because yesterday the owners of AirServe, they have a new puppy, mm-hmm. Levi. And Levi came into the office to visit us along with uh, Ray and Tina Bramble. And so I put a picture up on Facebook. We were so happy to have Levi come and spread some sunshine and his, you know, sweet little puppy kisses. And that post has received more attention. You know, I put up posts all the time and think, oh, this is great information. People are going to love this. (laughs) You know, and, you know, it might, you know, get liked by, you know, 10 people. It might, you know, the engagement, you know, is okay. But you put up a picture of a puppy. Uh And the engagement is huge. So I joked and said, I'm going to get with Megan at the Humane Society and I'm just going to like rotate through their, you know, yep. what they have available for every post that we do. There's going to be a puppy or a kitten attached to it. And that's the key because so <laughs> many business owners do have pets. Sure. So make mm-hmm. that pet your spokes dog, yeah. your spokes cat. Yeah. Get them to put something, you know, hang something around their neck mm-hmm. and that has a little message or a sign on it. Was it the Apple House that did that earlier? They had something up on Desert theirs. Rose Winery. Desert Rose Winery had something. And then the Apple House had Carlos looking at the phone, waiting for phone calls. Yeah. So lots of, you know, those are lots of creative, yep. uh, you know, it doesn't cost you a thing, um, but take advantage of those furry friends you have at yep. home. And here's the really good thing about all of this. If there has been an idea in your mind that you've been percolating on for a while and you've been too afraid to give it a shot or you've been too hesitant that you're not sure if it's the right message. Now, it still does have to be appropriate. I mean, you can't go completely (laughs) off the rails, but now's the time to try it because what do you have to lose? So if you've always wanted, even if you're a restaurant, you can still have an animal be Mm -hmm. the person that's speaking on behalf of your restaurant. you're, You're not tying those things together. So think about what have you wanted to do that you haven't. Now's a great time to give it a shot. Well, yeah, and uh, we've, you know, talked about this before. You know, I've sent a number of emails out to, you know, to our mailing list over the last several days. And the engagement, the open rate is double what it would normally be. So people are at home. Mm -hmm. 
or uh, you know they're working you know from closed offices that sort of stuff so they're far more engaged in what's coming you know coming across to them right now so you're right now is the time to to push that information out and you bring up a good point with email so I kind of went on a bit of a rant about this on the radio show on Monday and I know that obviously right now we're on Facebook live so you can't <laughs> eliminate Facebook but I'm telling you Facebook is not going to be your savior because while we're on it and a lot of the other businesses are making their posts and all mm -hmm. of these groups have come up the chamber created right. Front Royal to Front Royal to go mm -hmm. there is a ton of opportunity there but everybody right now is doing Facebook sure so you are totally gonna get lost in the shuffle and in the mix with everybody else that's trying to say hey look at us we deliver now hey mm -hmm. look at us you can do curbside hey we're doing these great little gift packages you've got to start looking at other marketing options an email is a mm -hmm. great one because you can start an email list with virtually no money upfront MailChimp for example yes. you can have 2,000 email addresses and it doesn't cost you a dime mm -hmm. all you have to do is start collecting the email addresses and then you right. can send those emails out to people mm -hmm. well not only that you know they have easy templates so so if you're not great at design uh, the templates are there for you to utilize and uh, you know just uh, yeah take advantage of it and that's the, the thing to do with emails too is to drive traffic back to where you want people to go so don't send out an email blast that is kind of um, too open-ended so if you're gonna send an email send an email out that maybe announces what your new hours are if you have information on your website if you can order on your website if you have the ability for people to be able to order your product or service from your website include those links in the email make it easier for people don't let them just open it and read it and go oh that was nice but not ask them to do something you've got to have a call to action in those and this is a great way to draw traffic back to your website and it will tell you MailChimp will say how many people people clicked yes. on that link you'll be able to track it which is even more important well, yeah, and the uh, the beautiful thing is, yeah, those analytics are behind behind it. So you get who who has opened it, you know, who hasn't even opened it. So you can send a reminder to those folks who haven't opened your email yet to just say, hey, you've got this email sitting here. Um, please open it. Uh, but you know, th there's so many things, um, and again, it's a free service. So email marketing is definitely something that you shouldn't be sleeping on. And this is the time too, you know, I said earlier about trying something you haven't tried before, Twitter. Ah, yes. You know, I'm, I am a diehard <laughs> Twitter freak, and I say that with the caveat that I was a two-time Twitter quitter <laughs> because I just didn't get it, and I just didn't understand it, and now it is my social media network of choice. Mm -hmm. But if you've wondered about Twitter, if you haven't been sure about Twitter, or you just don't know how it works, now's the time to play around with it. Make sure you get your account set up. Start playing around with Twitter. See how it works. Follow some people. See what you're doing. I wouldn't necessarily follow a lot of news accounts right now. Yeah, I would stick right. to the, the fun, happy stuff. There are all kinds of news or mm -hmm. Twitter accounts out there with pets. Um, there are, <laughs> yeah, dog of the day. There are all sorts of that stuff. So try and follow happy things. Yeah. But Twitter is a great way to start checking out. Is this somewhere I should be? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hey, folks, we're, uh, we see that some folks are watching, so we'd love to have some questions from you, too. So if there's something on your mind, shoot us a question. Um, and I would like to recognize Gwen, who said that um, we definitely have to be positive, and she's 100% oh, yeah. right. Positivity, oh, yeah. um, positivity is where it's at. I just got a text from Dan Dembski that says, hey, Janet, so I'm not sure if he's actually just texting me 
or if he's watching and texting me instead of being on the Facebook video. So, and I think it's important, you know, to reiterate again that my my computer, which has a webcam in it, um, uh, was is experiencing some technical difficulties. So that's why um, we're set up the way we are today. But um, I'm sure we're going to do more of these, and oh, yeah. we will have ironed out those technical difficulties <laughs> the next time. So. So who is struggling with what? I mean, I mentioned earlier that everybody, especially from a restaurant perspective, is offering curbside sure. takeout and delivery, mm -hmm. but they all are right now. Right. So it's really hard for, you know, one restaurant to set themselves apart from another restaurant. And mm -hmm. I, I'm hearing from people, since I started talking about how we were going to do this when we mm -hmm. talked about starting it last week, people are asking me, well, what do I do? Because everybody's doing the same thing I'm doing right. and I need something different. And I would love to give you ideas, but i got to know what your situation is. Sure. Right. So that's where, if you're listening, if you're watching, even if you watch this later after we're done, we're still going to monitor the comments. Absolutely. So come back and say, hey, I've got a pizza place and everybody's delivering pizza. We delivered pizzas before, but now suddenly you can get a steak dinner delivered and nobody's ordering pizza. What do I do? <laughs> I have a probably a suggestion or an idea for that. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Um, and sure I've been checking out. I've been trying to make sure... And doing a ton of research on what other people are doing. So I've been out and about looking at things like there was something that I saw on Facebook that one of the pizza delivery companies is including crayons with their pizza delivery boxes so the kids can use the boxes and yes. draw pictures and turn them into art. Mm -hmm. That's something cool that a parent would probably order a pizza from that particular restaurant rather than somewhere else right. because they're all struggling right now to try and get people to be involved and see what's you know, going on. Yeah, yeah, th those are terrific ideas. I, you know, and I think that very same pizza company is also doing what it's a, they, they'll give you the box filled with the dough and the toppings and crayons and a Do you know which picture. one it is? Because I can't remember. I do. It's Anthony's Pizza. Ah, yeah. Shout out to Anthony's who <laughs> also fed, Anthony's in Winchester fed the Salvation Army workers last week. Mm hmm. Again, what we were saying at the right. top of the show, they just took pizzas over and said, we know you guys are working hard. You're trying to keep this community going. Here's lunch on us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those, the, you know, those small things are yeah. memorable. They're, they're very, very memorable. And so, yeah, folks should, you know, should, should certainly be thinking outside of the box. And for, for some folks, that's difficult. It uh, is. To, to think outside of the box and um, to come up with new things. But... Um, that's sort of why you're yeah. here today. That's why you reach why out. I'm hanging out yeah. here too. <laughs> because I, and that's what I love to do. I joked, Nikki and I have known each other for a long time. We're just going to say double digit years. <laughs> so we've known each other for a really long time. And when I first started my marketing company, it was February of 1998. And I kind of got into it by accident. It wasn't something I ever really intended to do. And I fell into it by accident. And originally when I started my company, it was called Bright Ideas. And my thought, my business plan was all about, I'm just going to come up with the ideas. I'm going to tell people, hey, this is what you should do. Give me $100 and be on my way. And then it was up to them to implement right. the idea yeah. and quickly learned uh, <laughs> that's not all people actually need. Of course. But yeah. I love doing the ideas. And they come to me. I, I always say they come to me because of the coffee. It's the caffeine that powers all of right. everything that yeah. happens to me. But, you know, you joked with me about the yardstick idea. Yeah. 
So, you know, we were talking about business after hours, of course, before, you know, we had to postpone, you know, due to the, the governor's orders, and, and we very much understand that. But I was talking about the social distancing issue and, you know, how we were going to, you know, how we were going to enforce that. And Janet said, well, we'll get yardsticks. And then we'll, at the end of the yardstick, we'll put binder clips for everybody. And then they can just put their business cards on the, on the end and they can exchange them that way. Brilliant idea. <laughs> Terrific. I mean, we weren't able to use that at some point or another. We're going to use that idea for something, but it's those sorts of things. Yeah. Again, that outside of the box thinking that is incredibly important right now. So if, if you're in your box and you know you're in your box and it's really hard for you to get out of your box, you have to have a friend or two that's outside of the box thinkers. Yeah. So float stuff by them, ask them for ideas, you know, ask Janet for ideas, email me for ideas, whatever, but just, you know, reach out to folks because right now we are all craving yeah. um, ways to be useful and things to keep our mind off the current state of things. So the busier you can be and the more productive you can be and the more helpful you can be, it helps you right now. Well, and here's where I'm going to break it to some of these businesses that are probably thinking, I got this. <laughs> no, you don't. And that's part of being in the box. Right. Because you think, oh, you know what? I got a good, I got a good handle on this. I know what I'm doing. I know what my plan is going to be going forward. But you may not be thinking of everything. And that's the key to being right. able to say, hey, I already know what I'm doing. I'm doing this, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing this. And this is the response we're getting. And it may be a situation where I say, well, hey, how about? Had a conversation with a friend of mine who has a travel agency. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how she was going to start doing some Facebook videos and doing some videos because that's what everybody's doing right now. Of course, now. yeah. So she was having her husband build this whole thing in their basement so that she could have a nice backdrop and she could do all of this stuff. And I said... Why don't you just put your TV behind you, put a picture of the ocean or palm trees on it, and sit in front of your television? Mm -hmm. Never even occurred to her. And she was putting all of this energy into right. creating something that was mm -hmm. time she could have been actually doing a video or talking to her customers. Sure, of course. So sometimes you may have the answer, but that doesn't mean it's the right answer, or that answer can't be made a little bit better with input from somebody else. Right, exactly. That You know, that's what it's about. Um, just connections and you know reaching out to those to those folks that you share connections with and you know, uh, all the time you, you, one of those things I say all the time is you never want to be the smartest person in the room no and you never want to be the most creative person in the room so you know find those people and surround yourselves with them and um, yeah they'll help you get through and now's the time to ask all of the questions that maybe you were embarrassed to ask because you thought, well, I don't want to be the person that says, hey, I don't understand how this works on Facebook. Right. Well, guess what? That audience on Facebook right now, everybody's on it, and there are half of them are probably doing it wrong. Right. So now is the time to find out how to do it right. I had somebody reach out to me earlier in the week and said, I've got a question about Facebook. If uh, one of our pages shares something, and then one of our other pages shares that post, and then somebody shares that, who gets the credit? So say, for example, the chamber makes a post, mm -hmm. and then Java Media shares the chamber's post. Mm -hmm. And then somebody sees that post on my page as Java Media, and they share it. They're not sharing anything for Java Media. I'm getting completely lost in that share process. Instead, they're sharing the original post from the chamber. Right. And they wanted to make sure that if they were doing that, they were going to get the most bang and the most traffic to their Facebook page. And they wouldn't have if they had done it that way. Sure. So I gave her some ideas and suggestions for how to make that original post something she could do herself, and that right. 
we're we're off and running. Right. Yeah. It, you know, and like you said, you know, not just utilizing Facebook, utilizing Instagram and Twitter, and you know, if you're businesses LinkedIn, you know, there's all of these uh, now. You know, now you, you that we're spending a whole lot more time, you know, in front of our computers mm -hmm. and you know, social distancing that sort of <laughs> stuff. Um, you know, it's the it's time to explore those as well. So here's what I usually tell people in my social media 101 classes. If you are a business owner, number one, you have to be on Facebook. It's a necessary evil. And that Facebook has to have an actual official page for your business. It can't be a profile. It can't be a person. It has to be a page. Number two, you need to be on Instagram. And even if you look, Karen saying, thanks, Janet, because Karen's the one that talked to me about sharing <laughs> Facebook posts earlier this, yeah. this week. If you have to be on Instagram, I get a lot of people that say, yeah, but I'm a lawyer. What am I going to put on Instagram as a lawyer? There are th there are statistics, there are tips, there are tricks that you can incorporate into uh, an image that you can put on your Instagram account. Instagram is the hottest place to be right now. Depending on your business, Twitter. The key is a website. So before yes. you go doing anything with Twitter, before you go really to a certain degree doing anything mm -hmm. with email, have a solid website. Own your own domain name. Be in control of who's hosting your website and put new content up. If you have been saying for the last year and a half that everybody's talking about these blogs and I need to write a blog and I don't know how to write a blog, today is the day. Learn how to write a blog. Figure out what your topics are going to be. Write 12 of them down. Start out with once a month because Twitter's going to help you tweet those blogs and send that traffic back to your website. Well, and, you know, while you're talking about blogs, blogs don't have to be long and complicated. No. They don't have to be... 10 paragraphs long, you can summarize something in a couple of paragraphs and as long as it's valuable content and people prefer short reads. Yes. And I will use an example of one that I have used so many times and I probably should let Stacy, now that I know Stacy personally, mm -hmm. I should give Stacy credit for this. So one of the blogs that I followed was Shenandoah Valley Flowers. And she would do, I think she would do a post maybe once a week. I can't remember now. She's on hiatus at the moment. And she would do a, a post about whatever was growing in her garden or whatever was flowering or, or whatever was happening in her garden. But every Wednesday, she would do a Wordless Wednesday blog post. Mm -hmm. And it was a photo. I like it. Simple, easy. It kept mm -hmm. me looking at her blog every week so I didn't forget about it because it came into my email box but it was something simple and easy to do. That's you can terrific. write blog posts on your business. You can do recipes if you're a restaurant. You can do wine pairings if you're a restaurant or you're a wine shop. You can do, here's how to figure out which nursing home is the best place to put mom and do tips and tricks and a checklist. You can do all sorts of things that are information related or you can just do fun stuff. You can just right. say, hey, this is what's going, this is what happens behind the scenes when you guys aren't here. This is what we do at closing time. Want to see our closing routine? We all dance around in right. the lobby yeah. doing this and this and this when we don't think anybody is watching. Mm -hmm. Anything that your business can do to make you more personable and more like you want to connect with your potential customers is going to win you out over the top so much more fast, so much faster than anything that sale or discount or something like that that you can provide. Right. Exactly. That's... You know, that and and so we're sitting here and saying these things, and it sounds really simple, or we make it sound really simple. And I know some people don't necessarily think in those terms. So, um, all right. Well, so here, you, here you go. Think about a blog. First thing you want to do with a blog is figure out what you're going to write about. Mm -hmm. 
Typically what I tell people is make sure you have a set schedule. You've got to be able to commit to it. So don't go into this now that everybody's at home and they have a little bit more time on their hands. Oh, I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to make a post every week or every day. Because in six months, when you're slammed again, you're not going to be able to keep up with that right. every day or every week post. Right. So start off slow. Always go into a blog thinking, I'm going to make a post at a minimum of once a month. Mm -hmm. Everybody can keep up with once a month. That doesn't mean that you can't then do a bonus blog right. every week. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you're committing to. It's just an extra that you're throwing out to people. And it could be topics that you don't even know yet. Put something out on your social media. Send an email out to your email list and say, hey, we're thinking about starting a blog. What do you, our customers, want to know about us? That's the key. Don't even create the content yourself. Ask mm -hmm. the people that are already your customers what they want to know, and then you know you're giving them information that is going to be right. valuable to them. But start with once a month. Sit down and say, okay, I'm going to do these 12 topics. Make them seasonal. You can make them based on the month. If you want to do a St. Patrick's Day in March, you want to do a April Fool's Day or something in April. If you want to do something different in May or in June, you want to do summer. Sit down and say, okay, these are going to be my 12 topics. And the cool part is, if you keep them generic enough, spend an hour and a half, write all 12 of them out, get them done. You've now taken an hour and a half and done a year worth of marketing. And then add them to your website. If you have a WordPress website, it is a walk in the park to add a blog to a WordPress website. If you don't, I would say get a WordPress website. <laughs> but there are almost all of your do-it-yourself website stuff sure. will let you add a blog. And if not, then put a blog on your Facebook page. Turn your Instagram into your right. blog post. Mm -hmm. You can still use the other social media outlets to be able to disseminate information in blog form. Of course, yeah. And... Even, you know, if you have, you know, someone who maintains your website, you know, those, those sorts of things, they can help you, you know, service that or they can, they can, you know, put those up for you. So there's a, there's a lot of ways to get that done. A resource that I will say, and I tell everybody about this because I love it. It's one of the few online resources that I pay for because I am, to say that I am cheap is a gross understatement. <laughs> so I rarely pay for anything. If any of these apps or any of these software programs offer a free version, I am all about the free. However, I actually pay the monthly subscription fee for Canva. C-A-N-V-A dot com. It has all of the templates in there for Facebook, for Twitter, for email, for LinkedIn, for infographics, for mm -hmm. any of that stuff pre-done templates that you can go in and plug in your information, write the text in over top of it. It is a great resource to use, especially for somebody who says, well, I don't know how to do graphic design, or I don't know how to turn this picture into something that's pretty. Canva will solve that problem for you. Yes, exactly. And, um, and it's, you know, it's pre-sized. It, you know, it really is, you know, super user-friendly, it's, it would be very difficult not to be able to use yep. it. You can do videos with it. You can do GIFs with it or GIFs, depending on what camp, right. yeah, what I, camp I don't you live know. in for the GIFs yeah. and the GIFs. I don't even say that because I don't know if what I'm saying right. So I always say, you know, there's little pictures that move. Oh, yeah. I always ask my, <laughs> my, my son, who's 25, how, well, how do you pronounce it? And then whatever he says, I say the opposite because, you know. 
we got to keep that. <laughs> exactly. we got to keep that going. Keep that going. So does anybody have any questions? We haven't had any questions. We've got people watching. Yeah. And again, thank you for watching. Yes. And, you know, I want to remind everybody that it's not always going to look like this. Um, <laughs> we just, we had some technical difficulties today, which will be worked out very, very soon. Um, but we certainly wanted to get on here and yeah. make sure that we were reaching out to folks and, um, you know, hoping that you have some questions. Um, have you seen any you know, we talked about the, you know, the pizza and the coloring. Have you seen a, any other really good marketing things going on over the last few weeks? One of the things that I saw from a business right now, coffee shop, shocking, uh -huh. I know, that is closed. So they are not open to the public. I can't go in there and get my coffee, which is devastating to me. <laughs> They're located in Winchester. They went through their the gift side of their coffee shop for example, mm -hmm. and they put together health care worker care packages. So you can go on their Facebook page and you can order a $5, a $10, a $20, whatever the, the money increment is that you want to spend and say, I want to send this to XYZ person, friend of mine who's a nurse or a friend of mine who works in an assisted living facility. Or I don't know anybody, but I know that they're out there. They will take care of finding that person and sending mm -hmm. it to them. And they are able to keep their business up and running and still be providing a service right. to the community. And the goodwill that they are creating from all of that is phenomenal. It was a right. genius idea. So some of my favorite people own hair salons. I've got a couple. Um, I'm not naming names because I've got you know several that you know are really I really really like them and my favorite people, and they all of them are really doing a great job with uh, with what they're putting out there. Now of course they've got a lot to work with because you know we're all worried about roots. Uh, of course, you know we're worried about you know fresh color and eyebrow waxing and <laughs> you know all of those things. Um, so they've got a lot to work with, but you know they're putting out some great. Um, you know, some great funny content that's, again, keeping, you know, keeping them top of mind. Oh, yeah. So Gwen is asking, which is better, a monthly newsletter or a monthly blog? Mm. And I will say both. So what I would suggest is do a monthly newsletter that includes what your blog post right. is. Mm -hmm. And even if you're doing a monthly newsletter, it still doesn't have to be all about you and your business. So if you know that there are other community events going on, you can include those in your monthly newsletter so that it then becomes a resource for other people. Right. If there mm -hmm. is a nonprofit that you work with a lot or that you believe in, hospice, CCAP, any of those, but Red Cross, you can put a list, especially this time and in these times, mm -hmm. put a list to all the blood drives that are going in and include those in your monthly newsletter along with your monthly blog post so that it has more meat and more information in it. That's a great suggestion. You know, so, you know, given, you know, I don't, don't want to harp a whole lot on the COVID-19 stuff, but we have, um, you know, I'll give a quick shout out to a chamber member, Method CPA, uh, and those guys have an actual page on their website that has everything you could possibly want to know about the effects, uh, you know, of what's going on um, and how, you know, how it relates not only to your taxes, but, uh, you know, the, the SBA stuff and the stimulus plans and all of that sort of stuff. And so if some of this is in your wheelhouse uh, and you have information that people need, you know, that's another way, you know, to, to you know, to yeah, keep you top of mind, you know, and to and to to gain traffic to your website uh, and to your, you know, your information sources. So. One of my dear friends is an attorney in Winchester. 
Um, and she does, she, I don't want to say she specializes because I've learned over the years that uh -huh. attorneys can't specialize. Right. They can only specialize in trademarks and something else, but I can't remember what it is and I'm going to get yelled at if they're watching this video right now. Um, but <laughs> she does a lot of wills, trusts, estates, medical directives, advanced directives, all of those sorts of things. She did a blog post. Mm -hmm. Hasn't done one in a while. I was pretty proud to see that it came across my email. She did a blog a blog post on planning your future from sure. a medical perspective in the midst of this epidemic. Mm -hmm. And I shared that blog post on the Rivers Facebook page today. She's an advertiser at the station, so of course we're trying as hard as we can to support our local advertisers course, and yeah. giving back, which is something else that you can do is also... If you have other businesses that you frequent as a as an individual, share their pages on your personal page. Go out and try to support them as much as you can so that they know they're not in this alone. Because right. I think sometimes we all think that mm -hmm. it's just us. And again, it goes back to living in that box. And that box is pretty dark sometimes. Sure. Well, you know, that's a, that's a good point. Given, you know, especially the circumstances that we're under right now. Um, you know, we can all, I think all maybe feel a little bit alone just because this seems so heavy. So the, you know, it's really important that we remember that we're all in this together <laughs> and not only that, we're going to get through it together. Yeah. You know, I keep saying that. And sometimes I think, you know, that sounds a little cliche, but it's, but it's the truth. It is. You know, we're, we're all dealing with this and together we're going to get through this. So Gwen is asking about Twitter and how oh. often you should tweet without overwhelming people. <laughs> and I will tell you, first of all, you don't have to worry about that on Twitter <laughs> because Twitter in and of itself is sometimes overwhelming. Yes. And because Twitter is short bursts of information, people log on for five or ten minutes at a time and then they bounce. They come back an hour or two hours later, in my case ten minutes later, and everything <laughs> has changed. So the... The likelihood that you're going to tweet so much that it's overwhelming to somebody is slim to none at this point, unless they too are new to Twitter and are only following 10 people. Right. That You run that risk. But people are on Twitter throughout the day, all different times of the day, into the night, 2, 3 a.m. I've been known to tweet at 2 or 3 a.m. myself. <laughs> so I, I think you would be safe on Twitter just blowing up your Twitter feed with as much as you can and then paying attention to what kind of, because Twitter will give you analytics, seeing how much reach that each of those tweets have and look at the times and the tweets that you sent out that got the most visibility are the times that you should be tweeting in the future. That's a really good suggestion. Yeah. And so every social media outlet has a different, yes, has sort of a different algorithm and a different, you should be utilizing it differently. And, and that's the key. Back in the day when I first kind of converted from being just a traditional ad agency over to a social media marketing firm, I would tell clients, go set up all of these accounts and connect them all together. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way in going into this code that you can maintain an Instagram and a Twitter and a LinkedIn right. and a Facebook. You're never going to be able to do them all right. Mm -hmm. So I would say go in and create your Facebook and then link that Facebook to all your other social media networks so that when you post on one, it goes to all. Mm -hmm. That was great 10 years ago. It's not great now. Because right. each one of those, not only do they have their own algorithm, mm -hmm. they also have their own audience. And the people that are on Facebook are different and want to see different information than the people on Instagram, than the people on Twitter, than the people on LinkedIn. Right. So you really do kind of have to customize. You can use the same content. You have to word it differently. Sometimes you should put a different picture. Because if you have a true believer fan that follows you on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn, and I'm active on all of those, and I see the same thing four different times, 
I'm kind of going to get annoyed with you. So that's not always good. Oh, and look at Lonnie. We will get through this together, and I believe we'll all be better on the other side. Good job, Lonnie. Yes. I, I like it a lot. I think we yeah. will, too. I, th I think my hope is that we're going to learn a whole lot of lessons, and... Um, we're yeah. gonna. We're all gonna be nicer to one another on the other side of this. I don't know that I am, because being <laughs> nice just goes against my nature anyway. But Lonnie is the calm of my storm. Yes. He is the one that I go to when I need to woosaw. You need the woosaw. <laughs> I, I totally get that. Yeah, I've got. A, I've got a few of those, and so yeah, it's. It. It. We're gonna be okay. So here's what we want to do. We're gonna wrap up, but. This is going to be up on the Chamber's it Facebook is, page. Yes. So if you happen upon it later today, tomorrow, even next week, make a comment. Tell us what you want to know. If you would like for us to continue doing these, A, tell us you want us to keep doing these with a better camera angle of course, and yes. all of the other stuff fixed. Yes. If you want us to pick a topic every week and do them and say, hey, I just yeah. want to talk about Facebook or I just want to talk about direct mail or I just want to talk about email campaigns, mm -hmm. whatever it is that's out there, let us know that yes. you'd like us to focus on a particular topic and we can certainly tailor these every week to that. And then we're hoping to bring in guests and other local exactly. businesses yes. and have them tell us what they're doing and what's working and why they made the change and what they think the long-term impact of it's going to be. Yep. We're looking forward to that, and thank you all for joining us. I love seeing that there's a number up there. I always have that fear that nobody's <laughs> going to show up, and so folks have showed up, and we really appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you again yeah. soon. And share this. Once it's posted and it's done, share it on your Facebook pages so that people know this information is out there, mm -hmm. and that can be your good deed for the day. Yes.